Support for this podcast comes from Blackline and U.S. Bank. Hello, this is Dave Cathcart, CFO at North Highland Consulting. You're listening to CFO Thought Leader Podcast. This is episode 221. How as a finance leader are you driving driving change in your organization? How are you driving change within your organization? In this episode, we speak to Didier Aziza, CFO of Bell Brands USA. Uh, Bell is a family-owned you know, company. Uh, it's based you know, it's headquartered you know, like in Paris, and we are you know the world's third largest manufacturer of you know branded cheese. Uh, we have about we're selling the products about in about you know 130 you know countries, uh, and we have about you know 28 manufacturing sites worldwide. Of which you know three are located in the U.S. So we have one in Wisconsin, one in Kentucky, and uh, our latest and greatest South Dakota, where we have opened like a state-of-the-art you know, facility, and it was the biggest investment ever for the for the Bear Group uh, in terms of uh, manufacturing site. Listen to our complete interview with Didier after these words from our sponsor. Many accounting and finance professionals are facing a sizable obstacle these days. In this age of data enlightenment, their financial close processes leave no time for data analysis. The very activity that opens the door to new opportunities and career advancement. Blackline has the answer. By automating, centralizing, and streamlining financial close operations, Blackline customer organizations are now ready for the data-centric world, allowing their finance and accounting professionals to open the door to new opportunities. To learn more, visit blackline.com forward slash CFO. Hello, we're speaking with Didier Aziza, CFO of Bell Brands USA, a maker of snacking cheeses, including the Laughing Cow, I know the Laughing Cow, and mini Baby Bell Cheeses. Didier, welcome. Uh, hi, everybody. Uh, very happy to be, uh, to be here today and uh, you know, answer a couple of questions you know, for you. We're glad you're here. And I, I'm, I'm looking at your site now. It says, our vision to deliver the best of Bell talent, teamwork, and brands and reach $500 million in revenue by 2020. So from the very front of the Bell Brands site, I find this interesting, you get a very real sense that there is a marriage between uh, team culture and financial goals. And I want to, can't wait to talk to you a little more about that, but we always begin by asking our guests to tell us a little bit about their own careers and what were those uh, experiences that helped prepare them to be a CFL. Yeah, sure. You know, like, uh, so, so very, very happy to, uh, to go, you know, like through this. So, uh, so the, the start of my career was kind of, I would say, like, uh, pretty, you know, like classic. So I, I started, you know, doing like audit and, you know, public accounting. So that kind of uh, gave me the, the foundations, uh, in order to, uh, you know, like embrace, you know, like, uh, all, uh, all, all the aspects of, you know, like the, the accounting 
and and also knowing about your know, companies, you know, like the way they were operating, you know, like what really matters, you know, from a financial, you know, standpoint, you know, for for a company, um, in terms of you know like profit, value creation, and so on, and, and also you know processes. Um, so that was kind of my uh, my first step, you know, in my career, and then <clears throat> at some point I I moved to embrace more into the M and A, you know, side. So I had a various uh, experience, you know, here uh, within, you know, like uh, big, big, big firms, as well as, you know, like investment banks. And uh, that was really, really like an important, you know, like part of my uh, of my background, you know, as well, because uh, when you do M&A, you are kind of, you know, like touching every like operating you know cycle you know of a company so you have to uh, you know to uh, be familiar and understand you know, deeply you know what's what's going on with the company from a business you know model standpoint from profit you know standpoint from you know like an uh, assets uh, you know like standpoint and you know what's important in terms of hr uh, ip you know trademarks uh, you know, like marketing, you know, sales, how the company is, is organized, how it's, uh, how about its market share, you know, is the leader, uh, you know, is the company growing, losing market share? So you, you have a chance with M&A to really like cover the entire you know, cycle of a company and really understand, you know, like what makes a company, you know, like strong and where you need to push, you know, like in, in order, you know, like to drive, you know, value. So that was also like a very important step of my career. And the good thing about M&A is you're working on a lot of different transactions and each transaction is very unique. So it gives you like an opportunity to, uh, um, to uh, to get uh, to know like uh, various you know context, uh, various uh, you know companies, industries, and so on. So yeah, it was really like a, um, uh, a fantastic you know, like uh, a training and uh, an experience you know, for me. So and, and then you know the the other key experience that I that I had is is basically so I you know at some point joined the the Bell groups. It was like uh, 12 years ago. So I've been you know uh, quite a long time you know with the company now and. Um, and uh, the, one of the key roles that I had is, is also working, you know, with the uh, with uh, the group CFO, you know, at Bell. So that's what's also make the, the company very unique is that in in uh, in couple years uh, within the, the company you have access to the to the key leadership, you know, people and, and working, you know, like uh, with the, the group CFO uh, was uh, was very knowledgeable for me in terms of you know like approach, you know, like uh, how they you know tackle problems, how they they bring in a vision, how they bring in a strategic perspective, how they, you know again what how they tackle your know, problem uh, and how they they are multitasking and and, and have a perspective on Everything that matters, you know, for uh, for uh, for a company. So this experience was also very valuable from a, uh, a knowledge standpoint, leadership standpoint, seeing like uh, how I was interacting you know, with his peers, how he was proposing things, um, you know, like uh, recommendation, you know, to um, grow the company, make it more profitable, where to insist, how to influence on the strategic priorities, um, and and also that marriage between you know like finance and IT, which I think now is is really critical. You know, like in companies, you know, like growth and 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 profit. All right. So when you become a CFO then at at Bell Brands, what was uh, the job that you wanted to create for yourself? Sure. Of course. So when when I uh, when I joined you know like uh, the U.S. or Bell Brands uh, about you know like seven years ago, uh, you know when I came on board, you know one of the first things that I that I found out was really reg- that you know the finance department was more like an accounting you know department. Um, so we basically we were like closing the books, uh, doing you know like all you know like the the compliance, but you know that was it. 
Um, so basically, one of the first things you know, that I did is that, of course, you know, like uh, the, the accounting part of the of the of the finance department is the pillar of everything. If you don't have you know like good closing, good process, you know, to to close you know your books, basically you can't do anything. So um, so really, I strengthened you know the accounting team, and then I created you know like the FP&A department. Which, uh, as we know, SPNA stands for Financial Planning Analysis, and here it was more in order to manage budget, you know, process, uh, partner with the, you know, the, the business, you know, leaders, and, and provide, you know, financial support, you know, to all our key business decisions. So that was, you know, kind of a big move and a kind of a change in mindset. So how you basically move from very traditional accounting roles to more like how you support, you know, like the business, how you, you become, you know, like the, the, yeah, the, the key partners to sales, you know, marketing, uh, industrial for all, you know, their, their key decisions. Uh, and build, you know, really partnership, you know, with them. So that was kind of one of the first, you know, big move that I did when I, when I, when I came, you know, like I joined a, a, a Barbrandt and, uh, also creating, you know, the category finance role. Uh, so really like a role in my team dedicated, you know, like to help, uh, you know, marketing with, you know, like innovation, new products and new customer decisions. So, and, and it's been, you know, like really valued a lot within, you know, the organization. So was one of the, the key moves that I did when I, when I moved. Um, then also like implementing like a hedging you know, strategy for the company, uh, because you know, like, um, important thing is to provide a cash flow visibility, you know, for the shareholders. And as we know, like in the, in the food industry, like the raw materials, as I, you know, they have been like really volatile over, you know, the, the past couple of years. So providing, you know, like that, uh, cash flow delivery and visibility to our shareholders was also very important. So, and, and we've been very successful in implementing, uh, you know, those, this hedging strategy and limiting the volatility of the raw material cost in, in the PNL. Um, and then, you know, uh, in 2011, I mean, to your point, your Jack, uh, what, uh, what we decided, you know, with, uh, with the CEO of, you know, Brand is to attach, you know, like IT, uh, to me. Uh, which I think was also like very important and, and a key decision and which totally, you know, makes sense with now how, you know, finance and, and IT are so much intertwined. I mean, uh, every, every trans, every transaction in, in ERP has financial consequences. So, you know, you see that there's, there's a lot of, you know, like, uh, uh, connection between, you know, like, uh, uh IT and finance and, and, and also like, um, you know, IT is here to help, you know, the business users to, you know, like uh, support, you know, uh, more efficient and productive, you know, decision. So basically, you know, that makes a lot of sense that, you know, the finance is also helping to making that link between what the business users, you know, need in order to be more efficient, have the right level of information and how IT, you know, can support it. So I think, you know, like we're going to see more and more companies where this situation happen because, you know, like this is, this role, the CFO role really helps to marry business and the technical aspect, you know, of IT. So you're overseeing finance for the U.S. piece of uh, Bell Brands today, which is is uh, really a global operation today. C- give us some big picture sense of the the global company. Uh, Bell is a family owned you know, company. Uh, it's based you know, it's headquartered you know, like in Paris, and we are you know the world's third largest manufacturer of you know branded cheese. Uh, we have about we're selling the products about in about you know 130 you know countries. Uh, and we have about, you know, 28 manufacturing sites worldwide. 
of which you know, three are located in the U.S. So we have one in Wisconsin, one in Kentucky, and uh, our latest and greatest, South Dakota, where we have opened like a state-of-the-art you know, facility. And it was the biggest investment ever for the, for the Bear Group uh, in terms of uh, manufacturing site. Now, yeah, was that the site in South Dakota? Yes, correct. The, the one in South Dakota that opened uh, in the summer of 2014, which was, you know, like a, a, a big you know, project. Uh, and it was a very good example of a, a very nice collaboration between, uh, you know, like our French, you know, like engineering and capabilities and our U.S. employees. You know, like this, the, the project has been delivered, you know, like on time, you know, on budget. And it's it's a really great you know, success. And just to give uh, uh, the audience a little perspective, we're, we're making about 1.5 million uh, little mini baby bell a day in that South Dakota facility. So <laughs> you see, it's, it's pretty impressive. So tell us a little bit about uh, the marketplace for cheeses today here in the U.S. And uh, is it fairly competitive in the snack market? Uh, yes, of course. So I, I can give you a little bit of this. So um, the, the where we have, I would say, like a, a very uh, unique positioning is is regarding you know the snacking you know like market. Um, so the, the cheese market overall, you know, in the U.S. is you know f- you know fairly flat. I mean, it's in terms of volume, it's growing at like 1%, you know, like uh, a year. In terms of value, it's probably more than 2%. But the one, the one market who is growing like a ton is, you know, the snacking, you know, market. And when I, when I say, you know, snacking, it's not only like cheese snacking, you know, snacking overall. So, so if you see like, uh, if you look at, at how the, 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 the snacking market has changed, you know, like in the, in the past couple of years, I mean, just look at, you know, companies like Shabani, okay? Like, they did not even exist, you know, like, eight or you know, ten years ago. Now, you know, they are, they are making, you know, like, a couple, you know, billions, you know, like, in sales. And now you see, like, how much, like, almond milk has developed, you know, like, hummus uh, as well. So the snacking market has developed, you know, like, a ton. And, and the thing, you know, in that snacking market, you know, like, with the with the, the baby bell cheese and the laughing cow cheese, we have really, like, a unique, you know, proposition because, you know, we're proposing cheese, which are, you know, like natural, you know, like healthy, uh, portable, very convenient. So that, that, that goes very well with, you know, like one of the fast growing, you know, like trend, you know, like in, in, in the, the food, you know, like in the, in the U.S. though. So what would be the, the key metrics you rely on to reveal how the company's performing? Uh, sure. So uh, I'll, I'll share in a couple of you know, KPIs that we are reviewing on a, on a regular you know, basis. And they are fairly you know, classic, but I think you know, like, uh, they, they, they mean a lot you know, if you really want to understand how your, your uh, business you know, is performing. So, uh, of course, you know, like the, the, one of the first ones we're looking at is you know, market shares because that's, that tells you know, like how, your, how your business you know, like is, is growing, making sure you're not losing you know, market share, uh, make sure you're still relevant you know, like to, to the consumer. So, you know, we're, we're looking at the market shares, you know, like, of course, you know, consumption data, you know, like, uh, we, you know, like our main, you know, customers. Uh, and then, you know, we're, we're, we're look, also have like financial, you know, KPIs, of course. So, you know, like here it's, you know, classic. So it's, you know, volumes, you know, sales, uh, sales margin. Um, so basically like, uh, yeah, uh, after, you know, your, uh, after you expense, the caution to make your products, you know, like how much money you have. And then, of course, you're looking at, you know, like uh, operating profit or EBIT. Um, so this is more from the PNL standpoint. We are looking also at uh, cash flow, 
of course, because it's critical. Uh, make sure that you deliver, you know, like cash to stay in you know, business. And uh, we're looking more and more so at uh, ROCE, which is you know the return on capital, you know, like employed. To make sure that we are, you know, uh, competitive and we're, we're creating you know, value for you know like our shareholders. And then you know, we're looking at we have every month a scorecard that we're reviewing with the leadership team, and we're looking at also other you know like important KPIs, uh, you know, like. One one of it is of course you know the quality, making sure that you know, we're um, you know delivering quality uh, products to our um, consumers. Uh, we're looking also like this is more you know like every six months to employee satisfaction. So it goes back to your uh, to the to the value and and the people you know like points that you had when you started you know like the interview. So this is critical for us. And I'll tell more you know like later in the in the interview. And also you know like we have identified a list of you know like ten key transforming you know products. Projects uh, for the company for for 2016, and every you know like uh, every month with the leadership team, you know we're uh, we're reviewing you know, those projects, making sure we're on track, uh, you know like, and we're going to deliver you know the plan as expected. So, so you can see it's a combination of you know financial and more like operating, uh, yeah, which are you know the the KPIs that really matter for the leadership team to make sure that yeah we were in good shape to deliver the plan and and growing and growing profitably. In addition to adding uh, that uh, sizable uh, manufacturing hub on your CFO watch or tour duty, you also uh, rolled out uh, into the U.S. operations uh, a large ERP system and would love to uh, hear from you. What were what advice would you have for anyone who uh, has a similar challenge facing them? To me, it's the critical aspect, you know, when you implement uh, such a project is really to emphasize, put a lot of, you know, like, uh, resource and time to change management. You know, like, most of the, most of the time, you know, like, people are seeing, like, implementation as a system implementation. It's totally different. It's a system, but it's also, you know, process, ways of doing things which are gonna, you know, completely change and impact, you know, like, everyone within the organization. So I think, you know, like, it's really important to, again, spend the time, you know, both for the technical aspect of the project, but also in terms of, you know, change management and, and really, like, help people to, you know, like, uh, learn, you know, like, the system, uh, understand, you know, like, how their role, you know, is changing, how they are, you know, if, if they don't do the, the right thing, how it's going to impact, you know, everyone, because it's an integrated, you know, system. So, I mean, yeah, the change management is, is critical in those, in those projects. Would your organization's workforce be smaller or larger than industry averages? Well, I think, you know, like, uh, it, it really depends about, you know, like, uh, it, it, we have to look at it, you know, department by department. So I think, you know, like, my accounting team is probably very comparable, you know, to, uh, to uh, some other organization. Same, you know, with, with SPNA, okay? Uh, but, you know, what I'm tr- really trying to, you know, develop is really, like, a risk management. So on this, you know, like, we're, we're really, like, a little bit, you know, lean, I would say, with that uh, I have recently created, you know, like about uh, two years ago, so the internal control and compliance department, uh, in order again to, um, uh, you know, like uh, support, you know, the the, gro- the growth, make sure we were compliant because as as you grow, you have more exposure. Uh, you know, we added, you know, that new manufacturing site in South Dakota. So basically, I created in that. So uh, you know, for now, we are there's only like uh, three people you know, in the department, which I think is a little bit you know lean. Uh, but again, you know, like um, 
I, I, I have the support you know, like from the from the shareholders and you know like the top management in you know, Bell to really like uh, grow what they think is is really important you know like in order to make sure you know Bell Brands is growing and and stay in business and is compliant and is efficient. So, uh, so yeah, so with the FP&A and accounting and credits, you know, there are staff, you know, like, uh, we have, I think, uh, uh, the, the right, you know, scale in order to, you know, like support, you know, keep supporting, you know, the growth. On some areas, you know, like, um, I think, you know, we're a little bit lean, but again, you know, like, we're also like a, a mid-size in the company. So, you know, you see what I'm saying? Compared to where we were, you know, like a couple of years ago, where basically the finance team was, you know, five people. Today, you know, like, we're, we're about, I would say, uh, 35 you know, people, so you can see that we've made you know like a lot of you know like improvements. We've gotten much more sophisticated um, in, in, into what, what we are doing. So and then also like some some functions which were attached you know, like to uh, uh, sales you know before like you know, trade 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 and, and, and trade finance and so on were now now not attached to me. So um, I think you know like uh, yeah to me like. It, for most of it, you know, like I think I have the I have the, the right number of people. It's also a matter of having the right people. I think that's that's critical if you want to if you want to if you have a high performing team, you know, like uh, that, that limits you know the, also the the number of resources that you need to accomplish you know, like certain tasks. Now you've touched on FP&A a number of times, but we wanted to uh, ask you about how you're helping the organization look forward today, help this business look forward today. So basically, you know, like, uh, so very good question. So basically, like the finance team here, you know, we are the owner of, you know, like the the budget you know, process, okay, and we have not implemented a rolling forecast yet, but we have like three forecasting, you know, process, you know, like over the year, okay, and, and, and the good thing is that finance is the owner of the process, which means that basically we have interactions with like every uh, stakeholder contributor to the to the budget process, which means, you know, like we're, we're overlooking, you know, like sales, uh, marketing, supp- in supply chain, industrial, you know, like SGNA. So we're working with all the key stakeholders and we're, we're kind of the, you know, like the, the gatekeeper, if I can say that, you know, to force the people to uh, look forward. You know, like we're always moving a year to date, year to go. We're helping them. So we're providing, you know, like tools uh, to the team in order to uh, really understand, you know, like where they are, you know, like year to date. So it's more like on a, from a reporting, you know, standpoint. And we have them also to, you know, like uh, uh, forecast, you know, the, the, the year to go, okay? So we're doing, you know, that process in you know, like uh, three times, you know, like a year. Uh, and we, it's been working, you know, really well because we've been really accurate in, in forecasting our landing, you know, those, those past, you know, couple of years. So um, so I think the, 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 the budget process is working like smoothly. We have, we have put together some tools, you know, to help, you know, people to um, really like uh, put some thinking to, uh, you know, like understand, you know, their year-to-date numbers and basically like uh, have them to forecast, you know, their year to go you know, like the in in the best way you know possible. Uh, finance is also the, you know, the the owner with you know like uh, the the CEO of what we call a strategic plan. So like every three three years at Bell we have a strategic you know plan, and here you know that's the time where everybody's taking taking a step back to you know basically like the the key priorities you know like uh, how we, to you know grow the company, what are the the, the key priorities, what focusing resources, and of course like what do you need in order to uh, to achieve you know like your strategic plan. So uh, currently we're right in the you know of you know that process, and we are developing you know like the the long term you know like a vision for Bell Brands you know for the next coming you know like three years. 
Um, so yeah, so the, 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 the finance team is, is also like, uh, helping a lot, you know, like, uh, the different, you know, like functions, uh, more for, you know, they, they are key, uh, enabling, you know, project to put, you know, some thinking to, um, you know, model, you know, like the, the best options, uh, scenarios and so on. So we've really been supporting the team to make the right, the right long-term decision, uh, based, you know, like on the, on the financial or, you know, the risks aspects, you know, like of a project. Didier, we're now going to enter our mentoring round where we get to ask you several quick questions that allow you to offer some advice to aspiring finance leaders. Have you had a mentor or mentors during the course of your finance career? Uh, not a specific, you know, like mentor. I would say not someone that I would interact uh, with, you know, like on a very you know, regular, you know, basis. Uh, but, you know, like, as I told you, like, and that's what also unique about your dog group is that even when you, when you, uh, when you're like a youngster, uh, and a new employee, you have a, a chance, uh, to interact you know, with, you know, senior management and then executive leadership, you know, people, uh, being, uh, part of the executive team, you know, at runs and working with a lot of very experienced people, um, and, and great, you know, CEOs. Uh, we have, we had Lance Chambers and now Frederick Nellis. You know, they are great leaders. They are, they are helping me, you know, really like, uh, uh, you know, grow, develop, you know, like even further my leadership capabilities, think ahead, um, think strategically. So yeah, so it's, it's more, I would say, like an, uh, an accumulation, if I can say that, of a different, you know, like, uh, uh, experiences with, you know, like great leaders though. What personal habit do you have that, uh, you believe has contributed to your professional success? Um, you know, like, um, what's, what I think is, is really important is, you know, like, um, first, you know, like to me, like always, you know, find, you know, the, 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 the right balance, not to be too extreme, you know, in, 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 in things. That's very important. Uh, being consistent with what you're doing, not have a, have a long-term perspective, you know, on things. That, that's really important. Like I think, you know, like a lot of the time we have a tendency, you know, to, uh, you know, like really you know, protect, you know, like the short-term or, you know, the mid-term and, and building, you know, like capabilities, building tools, building teams, you know, like over a certain period of time and be consistent is, I think, you know, like to me, really critical. I mentioned earlier that you have right on your website uh, the mission or the goal, really, of the firm over the next few years is to reach that $500 million threshold. What can you tell us about uh, how why you've made this so public? Yes, absolutely. So, yes, so what's really important, and again, you know, like, uh, uh, we really want to foster, you know, that, you know, like at Barbarons is to give, you know, visibility to, uh, to our employees to where, you know, we want to go. Okay. So have, you know, that common goal, you know, like all together, you know, like to where we want to go and how fast, you know, we want to go. So that's kind of, you know, like the, it's, it's really like the essence, you know, of the company and, and really set up, you know, like the mindset, you know, for the company. So we want to keep, you want to keep, you know, growing, getting more sophisticated, but always keeping also, you know, that entrepreneur, you know, like mentality, I think that that's very important, and that's really the DNA of the of the company. As I told you, like the Dow Group is a, is a family owned, and you can you can still you see you can still sorry uh, feel you know that that uh, desire you know to dare, and and this is you know the dare is the number one in the value. If you look at our three core values, is dare, commit, and care, and dare is really like you know the the number one. Um, so. 
uh, I think it really reflects you know, like the the company company mentality to like encourage you know, like a smart you know, smart risk taking, uh, encourage you know, like initiatives, and this is you know like really uh, important to have like an agile you know like organization and generate a lot of enthusiasm, uh, you know, and creativity you know with an innovation within you know the company. Uh, the second one is really like the commit, so the just to show that we commit both individually and collectively to that operational excellence in everything you know we're we're doing. So um so that's also like very important because the commit is gonna is gonna contribute to achieve the group's ambition, uh, you know, through the skill development, quality requirements, and of course the, the respect for our environment. So this is really important also to the to the employees and the company. And and the last one is really like the care. So basically here it's it's caring is the, the guiding spirits um, in our internal and external company relation. So, uh, so uh, as you see, like it's sharing, it's sharing smiles signature. So that's also something which is um, very important, to, you know, for us. Um, so we nurture that climate, climate, sorry, of trust, you know, like and respect, um, because that's cultivating you know, the desire to grow, act, you know, like and, and succeed. Um, so yeah, these these are the three you know core core values that uh, that we have you know for the company and and. What's really important as well is that it's not only, you know, setting, you know, like some values on a nice, you know, paperboard. It's also, you know, the walk to talk and, and showing, you know, like to, uh, to our employees, you know, to our shoulders that, you know, like we really live, you know, like with those values. Okay. Do you have a book you'd recommend, uh, to aspiring finance leaders? I mean, yeah, it's, uh, it's more a book about, you know, like, uh, uh, leadership and, you know, like how to develop, you know, yourself. Uh, it's a book that I read, you know, like a couple of years ago. I think it was like four years ago, and and the book is called like a QBQ. Um, it was, it's just you know questions, you know, behind you know like the 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 the, the questions. Um, it, it's a book, you know, like uh, about you know personal accountability. Um, I mean, as we've seen, you know, num- number of organizations, you know, the the lack of personal accountability has resulted, you know, like in a lot of you know like blame, complaining, procrastination. Uh, would strongly recommend that. Uh, questions, but very- questions by questions again is the title. It's, yeah, it's question beyond the questions. So QBQ, okay. Uh, flip the switch. So uh, again, very approachable, you know, book. I think it's about and Gene, you know, Gene Miller. Who's who's the yes, author? I'm it's sorry, John John G. Miller. I would really right. recommend you know that book. It's probably like 40 pages or 50 pages, uh, and and again, you get a a ton, you know, like out out of it. So uh, yeah, I would recommend to the audience whenever you guys. Uh, you know, like uh, taking a plane, so it doesn't take you like not even two hours to read the book, and you get a lot out of it. Great. We love new entries. We haven't heard that one before. We'll definitely yep. uh, right, take a look cool. for it. Yep. Thought Leader listeners, don't go anywhere. We have more of our interview after these words from our sponsor. You want smart, clear, and honest guidance to help you meet the financial goals of your middle market business. With U.S. Bank, you have a partner who will help you find the right solutions to help your organization reduce payment costs, enhance control, improve cash flow, and expand your spend visibility. U.S. Bank's dedication to making ethical decisions and doing the right thing is at the heart of what they do, and their efforts haven't gone unnoticed. They've been named a 2017 World's Most Ethical Company for the third consecutive year by the Ethisphere Institute. To learn more, visit uspayment.com slash middlemarket. The final question for you, Didier. 
What are your priorities as a finance leader over the next 12 months? Yes, of course. So, um, so as you understood, you know, growth is a, is a priority, like, uh, for Balbrandt. So, uh, here I'm, I'm really like, uh, I'm really working with my team to, you know, like how, you know, the finance can contribute, you know, like to, uh, to fuel, you know, the, the, the growth, uh, and, and really help our, you know, like, uh, growth drivers or sales and marketing, you know, folks to, to really like accelerate, uh, you know, like, and, uh, and how you know, the finance team can help them to, really like uh accelerate you know into the into the growth so um as i told you like we're in the process of uh doing like a strategic you know plan so here you know like uh yeah we really want to push and have a perspective to um where do we want to go how we can you know get there how fast um and and basically what it will require from an organizational new standpoint so this is the kind of a key priority for us to craft you know, like, uh, the, the strategic plan. Again, to what I said, not only like, you know, the, the financial aspect of it, but, you know, like the, the, the crafting the, the key priorities and, you know, like how we get there. Uh, that's just a very important one, uh, one to me. Uh, we have also like a number of uh, IT, you know, projects, you know, going on. So, um, so one of the, one of, uh, one of the key ones is, uh, really about, uh, bringing like automation. So, uh, now that we have really stabilized, you know, like SAP, we're, we're building a lot of different, you know, like, uh, modules, you know, like all around SAP in, in order to, uh, to, to again, support, you know, the sales team. So for example, we're, we're implementing a new trade form management, you know, tool, you know, like at the end of, of this year, uh, you know, I'm working to, uh, put in place some uh, business intelligence or BI, you know, reporting. So here it's really like to how to automate, you know, like to some very, user-friendly dashboards uh, in order for, for, for our different teams, you know, to, uh, to, uh, to see their, their, their KPIs uh, in a nutshell and how, how, how often, you know, they want to look at it. Um, and implementing also like uh, electronic archiving in a process. So we want to, we want to get, you know, paperless. So uh, that's something that we're doing, you know, like at, uh, at, at the board. So, uh, so you can see a lot of things, you know, like going on. And, and also we, uh, um, as, as we keep, you know, growing, we're looking also at our uh, industrial capabilities and, and see, you know, like uh, in terms of capacity, what we need for the next, you know, kind of 10 years for the, for the company. Didier Aziza, thank you for joining us on CFO Thought Leader. Of course, you know, my, my pleasure. Hi, it's Jack Sweeney. At CFO Thought Leader, we wanted to give you, the listener, some added clout when it comes to selecting next season's CFO guests. We call it Listener's Choice. And in the months ahead, our Listener's Choice guests will enjoy some added box office clout as we advance the CFOs you most want to hear from into next season's CFO lineup. To learn more about CFO Thought Leader's listener's choice, visit us at cfothoughtleader.com or go ahead and email me at jack at cfothoughtleader.com. Hey, one last thing. It's no secret when we originated CFO Thought Leader, it was with iPhone users in mind. Android users, we have neglected you. And so to make amends, 
We just released a CFO Thought Leader mobile app just for you. It's now ready for download on Google Play and Amazon Android Markets. No matter what world you're part of, thank you for listening. <laughs>